If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Howdy, folks. Saxy Maxi here. DGENs, did you know you can fully customize your shirt in the DGEN store? That's right. You can take that nearly logo, drag it down to above the belly area, and make it an appropriate maternity t-shirt for that special someone who got knocked up by a Mets fan. With creative, well-thought-out designs, you can directly support this podcast and get yourself a sweet shirt, sweatshirt, or hat. Not to mention, we got a contest for a free article of gear. Simply leave a review for the DGEN app on the Android or iOS app store, drop us a line, let us know that you left us this review, and we'll put you in the running for a free shirt of your choice. Head to AbsoluteDegeneracy.com, click on the DGEN shop, do yourself a favor, and up your style. Absolute Sports Betting Degeneracy. is my nickname when I'm playing and that's because several years maybe a decade ago maybe even longer than that I got one. I mean I cracked one right I, I hit it as hard as I could I nailed it and from the top of my lungs I yelled booyah because I, I launched it the shortstop caught it at the edge of the grass so yeah <laughs> did you guys see American basketball lost another exhibition oh, yes. yes and that was the end of Jamal Mashburn right there Thank you, Micro Machine Guy. All right. I guess uh, that was a a fun trip down memory lane. Trout retires, but... uh, uh, Couldn't agree more. Yeah. Yeah, I think he speaks for all of us right here. He's he's the voice of our our fans. They do a little bit of different homegrown stuff in Colorado. All right, I guess guess we should get rolling. Goddamn, I don't know what the fuck I was smoking. I would need you guys' help. Can I can I digress here for a minute? I got caught with my hands in a cookie jar. My fiance. She she's got the crazy eyes, man. Sex kid. I shit you not. Like I, I bet you she could kick all of our asses. Panthers' favorite team, the Detroit Tigers, are plus twenty five thousand. We, we've already said it's the year of Otani. Everyone's calling him, uh, you know, Babe Otani or Babe, you know, uh, you know, Babe, Babe something or other, you know. My fiance, sex kid, not quite as hot as Otani. My fiance, sex kid, not quite as hot as Otani. My fiance, sex kid, not quite as hot as Otani. My fiance, sex kid, not quite as hot as Otani. Howdy, homies, and welcome to the Sunday edition of the Absolute Sports Betting Degeneracy Podcast. My name is Saxy Maxi, and today I'm joined by my ex-boyfriend since he recently got engaged and is taken off the market for good. Third time's a charm, am I right? It's Sex Panther. Panther, welcome to the Sunday show. Uh, you couldn't be more right. Uh, you know, my, my, my first wasn't 
terrible. Uh, we actually get along really well, and my God, my fiance and her get along really well. But uh, yikes! Second, okay, that's danger zone. I'm stopping you right there. That sounds like danger zone. No, 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 no. They look like so. My my ex, my first ex, uh, she's got this farm with a horse and goats and chickens and all this shit, and she's got this oh, wow. garden and. My fiance is into this garden. She's got a garden at her place, and uh, she's all trying to talk me into retirement with the uh, some damn chickens and goats. I'm like, no. The, the answer is no. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so they get along real well. My second ex, my god, what a fucking train wreck! But okay. Um, but yeah, I look there. I I don't believe there's a strike three here. I, I uh, absolutely hit the jackpot here with a sex kitten. And and listen, kudos. I mean, I, I can't even. Thank you enough. You paid whatever it is, $2.5 million to, to connect a Wi-Fi in the middle of a flight to make a post to congratulate me. So that was, sincerely, oh. thank oh. you for that. Oh, Panther, that was, that was, that was nothing. And I, by the way, I was still flying over California at the time, so it wasn't an issue. I was, <laughs> but oh, yeah. I was, but, but I was, but I was, listen, Panther, like everyone, head out to the website, AbsoluteDegeneracy.com, and you can congratulate Panther on there in person uh, for the fact that he is actually getting hitched here soon. This is, I, I mean, do you have a date set? How far are we down the line here, Panther? I don't want to be pushing, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not being like a mother-in-law here, but I, I, I gotta ask, how far are we from the actual, you know, nuptials? Or are you guys just gonna elope and not tell anybody and be secret like that shit? Uh, no, we're, we're a couple years away. There's some, there's some uh, mitigating factors that that uh, come into and it basically involves the government but oh, uh, we gotta get, we gotta get her kids to um to adult uh, adult age mm-hmm. um so it's we're, we're a couple years away All there right. probably will not be a full-fledged wedding it'll it'll probably be like a vegas something and then come back and just have a a, a party or celebration of some sort now here's the thing. If you're going to Vegas, then you're driving through Colorado if you're driving. If you're flying, then you should probably fly through Colorado, spend a night here, and then I'll have the band play I mean, we're a wedding band, Panther. Like I'll just have you guys, you know, come follow me to some wedding gig that I have in some remote mountain town. You guys can be our photographers. We can do a real deal wedding for you guys and just not tell anybody else. Oh, we're gonna wedding wedding crash with our wedding. <laughs> yes, we can. We can <laughs> wedding crash your wedding. That's no, no. It's this is listen. This is obviously I'm the musician and I'm I'm the young idiot who's not married. And so, uh, because oh, that of those, might make you smart. Uh, well, yes, it may make me the smart idiot who's not married. <laughs> That's that's what I feel like at sometimes when, when when I talk to folks about this. But regardless, we play in these beautiful mountain towns all the time. And actually, I'm joining you from Breckenridge, Colorado, at this moment. I, you can probably hear that I'm on a headset. Unfortunately, this is two weeks in a row for me in remote locations. But we were talking earlier offline, Panther, and you mentioned that you've been to the mountains a bit. So, what time of year did you visit the mountains? And tell me a little bit about this experience. Uh, I want to say it was it was uh, mid June. And uh, so I, I'm out there because, you know, everything I do out there is work related. So I have to make a, a Monday morning delivery. So one of the guys that, uh, that, that works at the factory there um, says, well, hey, if you come out, you get out here early enough on Sunday, we'll go out, we'll hit the mountains and we'll go out and, you know, check out some stuff. I'm like, okay, sounds, sounds like fun. So opportunity, right? Okay. And um, so I get out there bright and early and uh, he picks me up and we go out into the mountains. Uh, I, I can't tell you 
where exactly we were, but we're in these, you know, we're kind of like hiking these mountains going up, getting a little exercise and whatever. And he's like, you want to go, you want to go up to where they're snowboarding and skiing? I'm like, it's June. He's like, I'm not kidding. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's check, uh, let's check this out. I tell you what, th- it must've been a 60 degree drop in temperature oh, yeah. from where we were to where we ended up. And there's sure as shit. There was guys out there snowboarding and skiing and I'm freezing my ass off. Cause it's June. I'm in shorts and a t-shirt. I <laughs> so, love it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's fucking fantastic. But you know, they, you guys, God, people may not realize what is out there. You guys have oh, got yeah. these, these rivers with these rapids. I mean, I'm looking at some of these rapids. These guys are going to like, you're going to die. Like oh, there's yeah. some extreme shit out there. Um, Oh yeah. I did before we closed. I can't remember the name of the place. You'll know, but there was that um there was a the zip line activity park, but they, oh, they had yeah. that uh, they had that um concrete sled thing going going down the hills there. Oh, that like deeply uh like rickety fr- built nineteen sixty or so, something like that. Is that what you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. We went we oh, went yeah. over there and we did that and the uh, kind of thing where you little chop them- your finger off, you know, like yeah. <laughs> We we ended up in Blackhawk and the, uh, oh. the, the, the sales there and stuff. So uh, yeah, I, I got to see the sights. It was a g- g- very good time. Well, I'm I'm glad that you made it to Blackhawk. That seems very much up your alley. I gotta ask. I'm I'm gonna take a shot in the dark here and guess. Are you a skier over a snowboarder? And I'm not saying that just because you're as square as a chicklet. You know, <laughs> uh, I, I don't do either. The uh, last time, the last time I actually skied, I wouldn't even call it skiing. I mean, the hills were it was a hill. Hills. Well, but, there you uh, go. It, you, you, you've told me enough. It was a hill. Yeah, it was a hill. It wasn't it was a mountain. Not a mountain. And, uh, <clears throat> but uh, it was. Uh, you know, I was a teenager, so I haven't been on skis in my adult life. Now, we do have a couple places in Michigan, actually, that's quite a few places that you could go skiing, not like Rocky Mountain skiing, but mm-hmm. um, you know, before I get too old, I, I'd like to get out and do something like that, um, but put it on my bucket list. I jumped out of an airplane a couple years ago, so oh my I'm going to do anything. Okay, well then, in that case, you got to bring yourself and the sex kitten out, crash a wedding, pretend to be photographers for me, and listen, we'll put you up here in Keystone or Breck or wherever the hell I'm playing, somewhere in the mountains. We'll get you to some hot springs. We'll get you to do all the fun shit. And hell, if if I got a wedding in, in uh, June, then we can get you dancing and we can get you skiing the next day. So I, I think that I think that we have a little bit of, you know, something that we can do celebratory for you and the kitten. Hey, I think we we can definitely make that work. I can get a delivery out there for a Monday, so I I could actually be Ooh. out there on a Saturday night, whatever. Oh all man, Sunday, like, yeah, oh, we could we could turn it into a little mini vacay. See, now that's danger zone if you're coming out here on a Saturday night because me and the band we're generally speaking either playing some wedding or a corporate level gig on a Saturday night, and that can be either deeply fun or depending on the wedding couple, deeply horrible. I'm just going to speak for like as a wedding band musician for a second. Uh, wedding band musicians' lives are deeply dependent on uh, how good of a time the wedding couple is having, and I'm, I'm sure that's that's the same for everybody who's attending the wedding. But my God, it is really it is really just on that uh, edge of that sort. <laughs> well, I guess it's up to, up to you then to start playing the chicken dance or something and get that wedding popping, right? <laughs> oh yeah, well exactly. Well, and luckily last night we had a nice Jewish wedding. We got to play the horror middle of the night, so 
I mean, that was immediately got to lock people in with that shit. People love that. Yeah, I mean, there you go. There you you go. gotta love it. All right. Well, Sex Panther, you and I are up bright and early on Sunday, July 18th. So we've actually got lines to look at this morning. Y'all know every Sunday I check in with the DJs about how their week's been going, what they're seeing, what they're looking to do in the next week, and what they like today. So, Panther, you told me you love your NL West teams, and I pulled up the division odds, and I think we may have some value here. The Dodgers are minus 250 to win the division. No value. Throw that away. But the Padres and the Giants are both plus 375 to win the NL West. So I got to ask, are you trusting the Dodgers as much as Vegas is trusting them right now? And how do you see this division playing out? Um, You know, I I don't know that I trust the Dodgers. That might be a reach. But you cannot ignore the depth of talent, the record they have, the success they've had, and they really haven't had all their pieces. Cody Bellinger was injured for a very good part of the season. He's since he's come back, he's played like shit. Max Muncy's been injured. Corey Seager's been injured. Uh, Kershaw's injured now. Trevor Bauer is in the midst of these allegations. I mean, this is a team that is an absolute train wreck right now. Um, and, and yet they're going out to Denver and kicking the shit out of your Rockies. I know we'll get to it, but but that, that, that just goes to my point is how deep, how good they are. You know, they, they, took David Price, put him in the bullpen because they had so much starting pitching. Mm-hmm. And now that, you know, Kershaw's injured, Bauer issues, David Price slides into the rotation. He'll pitch today. And yeah. they're just, they're that deep. But because they're so banged up, I agree with you. I think there is some value, particularly in the Padres, mm-hmm. because I think this is a team that's underperformed. Machado hasn't played well. Tatis has kind of carried that team. Um, and I I think you're going to see some guys really step it up. The pitching is as good, if not better than the Dodgers, the hitting can be as good. Um, and the giants, I I, look, listen, I love the story that is the giants, but Mm -hmm. I really think they've overperformed. I just don't know how without making any moves that they can sustain what they've been sustaining. The one thing the Giants have done probably better than the Padres or the Dodgers is they are beating the crap out of the teams you're supposed to beat. Oh, yeah. They win when they have to. Yeah, they win when they have to. And you you watch the Padres go into Denver and get swept in a (sighs) four-game two. You can't do that. I, well, you okay, you know, you keep bringing up my hometown Rockies in, in well, such a way. So I know. Play the West. I know, I know, I know, but the way that you're bringing them up, Panther, it's in such a disparaging manner. It's that's, that's, the, that's, that's the issue that I'm taking right here. And yes, they are the crap of the division, but they are not as crappy as the Diamondbacks. And the Rockies, we, we've talked about it before, they will win their home games. They will be a, a, a one, like the Pirates for a... a other teams here um, in the division because they're just going to pull out these wins at home they're not supposed to win. And I don't know, maybe that's a lot of early season, um, some of their home stands that they had. But I totally agree with you. I do like the Padres at plus 375. Just looking at some other divisions, and I'm just going to speak to your homerism right now. The Reds are plus 500 to win the National League Central. Do you, th- I mean, you guys were talking before uh, earlier this week a little bit about what you're thinking. I mean, plus 500 to win the National League Central. Central. I, that's that's within reach, isn't it? You know, it's within reach, but I I can't get past it's it's a it's a drawn out story. Is that damn bullpen? They did it again <clears throat> last night. 
Oh, right. Yeah. Four went to extra innings, gave up a run in the 10th, three runs in the 11th, and yep. snatched another loss out of the jaws of victory. This is two games now against the Brewers who they're chasing that they've lost, that they had the win in their grasp. The Reds, mm-hmm. the Reds right now are a team that can't get out of their own way. Yes, you're absolutely right. They're good enough, but man, that bullpen is just, it, it's got to be. If not the worst, it's in the conversation, but I think it is the worst in all of Major League Baseball. And it's going to yeah. be the thing that prevents them from not only winning the Central, but probably not even be able to grab a wild card. I mean, do you think that they're in any way going to make some moves here before the All Star break or before the uh, trade deadline in order to try and you know pick up some more pieces? Or do you think that the Reds are at, at kind of at one of those damned if you do, damned if you don't in the middle points? You know, so here's the thing with the Reds. Um, They have some arms. They have some stellar arms Mm -hmm. in their farm system. And these guys are groomed as starting pitching. But I think with guys like uh, Hunter Green and Ladola and some of the arms they have in their farm system, their bullpen is so bad. They might call these kids up not to start, but just to to help out that bullpen. Um, that, that I, I don't think they're going to sell any pieces. Um, they could sell Aquino. Uh, they've got some depth in the outfield. They might be able to move a couple of those pieces, but they really don't have tradable assets to fix a bullpen other than to maybe promote from within. And I, I think that actually might be their best chance at success. Got it. Got it. That makes, I mean, I think that I, I totally agree with you on that one. Now, Panther, one thing that I'm going to ask you, and I I think I'm asking you for the listeners here, you talk a lot about these young folks within these organizations. You talk about the farm system. You talk about this and that. How are you researching that? Because I'm I'm not assuming that you don't watch every minor league game as well as major league game, but I can't imagine that you also are like, you know, like how how are you tracking all this? (laughs) Oh, God, this this will probably just pinch arch's nerve um i'm a fantasy nerd i play fantasy sports year round fantasy baseball and we're in a keeper league where um one of the things you can do is keep na guys which translates into minor league prospects Mm, there you go Um, so we stay on top of uh these minor league prospects i subscribe to minor league baseball has a, a newsletter that they put out every week that i get in my email um, and but through fantasy sports, you can see they, they make comments about guys like, you know, Andrew Vaughn, who was one of the hot prospects for the White Sox came up. He, he started off really bad. And he's he's part of why the White Sox are playing really well right now. Uh, Bobby Dahlback for the Red Sox. Like it's, it's just um, it's just because of my life and what I do. I just find out these names and, and these kids um, through those experiences got it well so the reason why i ask is because i am obviously like i'm not a brainiac i'm a jazz musician but as a jazz musician i have friends who are brainiacs i have friends that are much smarter than me and those friends are the people i like to refer to as my jazz sabermetrics homies and uh they they play in the band with me and uh they play rhythm section instruments so you know that they're constantly working and uh, the thing that they do is they always are utilizing this website called Fangraphs. And I don't know if you've ever very, used very Fangraphs. Familiar with it, yeah. nope, nope, very familiar with it. I mean, it's it's unbelievable the stats that are out there. I I mean, 
I and I feel like they have a lot of that farm system stuff. They have a lot of that. You know, you can you can look at a player kind of throughout their career in a more expansive way via the Fangraphs uh, website oh, there's, model. There's sites out there. I think uh, Roto World. I think I bought out. But they, so preseason. One of the things I look at preseason going mm-hmm. into my fantasy drafts. You know, you want to look at depth charts, who the starting rotation, things like that. Oh, yeah. Well, these things are so in depth. It tells you who's next in line in the farm system. Oh my it god! It tells yeah. you who the prospects are. Right. At you know the hitters, the the, the pitchers, all these guys. Oh, yeah. Um. So yeah, we're, we're we're jumping on those guys right and left. Uh, I've been sitting. Here, I'll give you case in point. You know, if you listen to the podcast each and every day, you've heard me talk mm-hmm. about Wander Franco. Oh, of course. Um, this kid has been on my keeper list for the last three years. Like they've mm. known about him since he came out of high school. He's he's nineteen years old. <laughs> and so and so you've just been like you know sitting on this guy. You, sitting you've on been, this guy, just waiting been for, wait, waiting for him to get brought up, waiting for it to happen. Yep. yep. So uh, I, I mean, we we knew about um, you know Tati. The, listen, Fernando Tatis is, is actually near and dear to my heart because uh, I live in Fort Wayne, Indiana, as everybody uh. Uh, that listens knows. Fort Wayne Tin Caps are the single A affiliate of the Padres, so I actually mm. saw Fernando Tatis play oh, as a minor yeah. league. Hell yeah, that's now that is awesome to get to see him. And uh, do you have any? Uh, what was the name of the team that he played for? That's close by uh, to you. The Fort Wayne Tin Caps. The Tin Caps. Do you have like some Tin Caps gear? Do you have like a Tin Caps jersey or Tin Caps hat or something like that? I don't. I should. I, oh. you know, I, I like maybe go to one game a year. I haven't even been out to the ballpark yet this year, but I, I will. Um, but yeah, I, you know, okay. So, A, the Tin Caps is such a horrible name, but it's it's city uh, eccentric. It's where we're huge in this whole Johnny Appleseed thing. We have the Johnny okay. Appleseed Festival. Johnny Appleseed uh, was, was from the area. So the Tin Caps is a reference to the tin pan he wore on his head as a hat. I see. I see. Well, and you know, I know that our minor league affiliate teams tend to be a little bit more out They're there. weird with their names. With their, yeah. <laughs> well, and they and, and what is it? They ch- they'll change names periodically. I remember. I think there was one that recently uh, was changing their mascot every week or week to week, like that kind of a thing. Yeah. You know, we'll that's that's healthy. Too. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, and here's the problem with that I have with this Panther. My Rockies, their farm system team. It's like the Grand Junction Rockies. It's nothing fun. It's like the opposite of fun. It's like right, yeah. The, the, the Cubs do that with like the Iowa Cubs uh, or something like that. I'm like that's no, no. They're not good names in the first place. Like just no, 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 no. Give me, give me the Grand Junction. Like um, everybody drives a truck here. Like I don't I mean, know. Shouldn't Grand Junction be like the railroaders or something? Like yeah, yeah. Okay, there we go. See, now that sounds a lot more like it. There we go. Yeah, I mean, they host the College World Series in Grand Junction, so I don't know, or the Junior College World Series in Grand Junction, so I don't know. Maybe, maybe th- th- there's baseball happening there, and just calling it mm-hmm. the Grand Junction Rockies, it really you're selling the team short, and they could be like the llamas or something. I don't know, something, something. fun, something, yeah, something. fun. Well, DGen homies, it's time to talk about MyBookie.ag. With MyBookie, you can bet on the NBA, NFL, NHL, UFC, boxing, MLB, and Olympic men's handball. I'm so stoked. That's right. Although Denmark is a heavy favorite, you can do your own research and see that Norway has been mashing folks in the qualifiers. So I think there's some value there, just saying. MyBookie is well-traveled and offers quality odds on basically everything, so sign up now using the promo code AbsoluteDGen so that we can keep the lights on around here, and MyBookie will give you a bonus deposit of up to $1,000. Whether you're at home, on the go, on your laptop, or finally enjoying handball on television, you can bet, win, and get paid with MyBookie. 
guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJs. Proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DEGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Now, I was I was mentioning some of uh, my Olympic sports here to to Mad Max last week. Are, do you have an Olympic sport that's like your go to? You got to watch it, like anything like that, or do you just enjoy anything about it, or is it literally kind of unenjoyable because it's kind of niche sports and I don't know the Olympics. No, I, I do find the the Olympics very enthralling. Um, I'm very intrigued. I, I grew up uh, basically since my what, senior year of high school. I think I got into volleyball. Um, mm. So men's men's and women's volleyball. I've actually been a coach. Uh, I coached uh, with the Ohio State University back in '94 when oh, they went to the Final Four. Holy um, shnikes! Yeah, no, I, I've learned from some of the best. Uh, I know, I know volleyball. Actually, I sit when I watch volleyball. It's almost like I'm coaching it. I can't enjoy it. I can sit here and <laughs> nitpick everything that's you know right and wrong and what they're doing. I call a timeout, but um, so volleyball is a go-to. I do like the wrestling sports. And um, man, don't laugh at me, but uh, how do you, how does anybody not enjoy watching gymnastics, particularly the floor exercise? I mean, um, yeah. And, and 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 listen, under the guys on the rings, I'm oh. just mesmerized by the strength. I will dare say that gymnasts are literally the strongest athletes in, in any sport. They're unbelievable. Gymnasts, gymnasts are unbelievable. I used to uh, uh, do. Um lifting with a guy who was a gymnast and he owned his own gym. So I used to lift this guy's gym and I'm not kidding you. This person was the, uh, I mean, he, he was also the guy who totally forgot leg day, but this guy was built in a way that was just strange. I, I can't describe it any better of a way. Like the way that gymnasts, their bodies are constructed from having spent so many years and days lifting themselves in weird ways. I, it's, it is mind blowing with gymnasts, like uh, the way that they become formed. It, I, it, they, they are cut out of a weird stone. They, they, they are, they are some unique athletes. Absolutely. They you know, sure. I, was, 
I had a little flashback though. You were during the promo. You mentioned handball. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, they're, they, these poor kids. I, I wish I knew about some of these sports growing. I would have got involved. I was when I was at Ohio State. I'm watching. Uh, they had a club, a handball club team, and I'm watching these guys play. I'm like. That looks like so much fun. I would uh, play that. Exactly. Panther, that's why I talk about handball every time because it's literally like the most beautiful, perfect sport and it's never on television except for only during never. the Olympics. And, and lacrosse. And, and, lacrosse. And, okay. lacrosse. Oh, yeah. Lacrosse. Love oh, you lacrosse. You guys even have a professional team. Yeah, lacrosse is so freaking awesome. Oh, yeah. We've, well, we've got a lot of great professional teams out here, and the University of Denver also uh, is, is a reasonable team, uh, college team, actually, that's in my general locality. However, um, there's a lot of these fringe sports a little bit. I mean, I, I'm not going to go full Australian rules football on you, but there are some sports that are really good that are out there, and I'm glad that the Olympics gets to bring them out. The only thing, though, is I every four years, it comes around, and I say, I wish that handball was on television more, and then I'm not going to say this same sentence again until the next Olympics. That's just what's going to happen. Well, see, and, and when, because the Olympics were delayed, they were supposed to be last year. You only got to wait three more years for well, the next Olympics. Exactly. <laughs> Lucky for me. <laughs> Lucky for me. All right, Panther, let's get to the picks. What do you have for me in baseball today? You know, I, I went through today. So the, uh, we talked about this with Arch and Max, mm -hmm. and you and I kind of talked about it uh, pre-show. Uh, the seven-inning games, I've kind of adopted the Arch and Max theory here. I, I, I just avoid them. So I'm really not on any of the seven inning games. I think we had a couple of those today. Mm. Um, we've, we've dealt with some weather over the weekend. So post oh, yeah. postponements and whatnot, but um, we're going to rip the bandaid off for Max and uh, talk about the Metropolitans. Oh, which uh, yeah. are they, I thought that they were in a doubleheader. Day. Are they not? I don't believe they are. Oh, I thought I they were, are they finishing off a game? No, I must be. I must be just totally off my rocker. Tell me they, about the Mets um, though. Well, one, they're getting their ass kicked by the Pirates. It's so embarrassing. Um, Max might want to take another day off on Monday if they lose this one. But oh, Jesus. Tawan Walker's on the mound mm -hmm. and uh, going against Brubaker. I, I just, for the life of me, cannot see the Mets getting swept by Pittsburgh. Now, my, my caution here is the pitching matchup is so... It's a mismatch. It really mm -hmm. is a mismatch. Walker has been phenomenal this year, and yet the line is only the Mets minus 130. And I don't know if that's because the Pirates have gotten to them these last two games or there's some something fishy going on. But I consider this an extreme value play, uh, so I'll be putting $20 on the Mets. I give you... Panther, I give you full moral support. In fact, I was talking with my Jazz Sabermetrics homies last night who have helped me out with my picks today a bit and they are all about Tawan Walker. They are all on the Mets. I am 100% on the Mets as well. I couldn't get a line for this game. Is the only reason why I didn't write this thing down and this is scaring me because I might have like nine picks here now. This is like legit scare. I'm, I'm about to shit my pants about that but <laughs> I, I am you and I are together on the Mets and Tawan Walker today. I Bet like it. it. I like it. Let's well, we'll see if we'll get you on board. It, it looks like you know somehow I get on a team. I, I like a team, and somehow it becomes my team. Um, that granted, I grew up as a, as a in Ohio, and uh, since I Reds, I still wouldn't call myself a Reds fan, but they were the closest team. So I guess the Reds are my team this year. Um, they have let two slip away. Mm -hmm. They got a tough match, uh, matchup today with Corbin Burns on the mound from Milwaukee, but Sonny Gray has pitched very well himself. <sighs> um, get the Reds. 
great weather today. The, the weather out here is absolutely gorgeous. Um, I'm catching the Reds at home with a plus line. Yep. I just don't see them getting swept here. I, I'm going to jump on the Reds for the third game in a row. Now, okay, I this one, this is one where the Jazz Sabermetrics homies, they are on the Brewers, and I am also on the Brewers in this one. I, I, we have nearly Corbin Burns on the mound, and I really think that, he, I mean, the Brewers, they know how important these games are, and the way that the Reds have let the last couple get away from them, I, they're difficult to trust. And I know you got a plus line with Sonny Gray, or on the mound, but it's just I don't I I, I can't take the Reds here. I, I like the Brewers. I'm gonna bet the Brewers. Sawi Panther. <laughs> I mean, we can't agree on everything. No, it I, happens. I, it happens. I, I bet I can get you on this one though. Ooh. I think I'll get you on this All one. All right, tell me more. Tampa Bay at Atlanta. This mm-hmm. has been this has been a good series. Uh, they they split the first two. Uh, but look, I think Tampa Bay has the pitching advantage today with Rich yep. Hill. Yep. Uh, going against Drew Smiley. And, you know, the, look, Jock Peterson is no Ronald Acuna Jr. No. Um, you know, the Braves, I still think, have enough just because the East sucks. And right. we're seeing that with the Mets this, this weekend. Um, they can still have a chance to make enough noise, but I just don't think today's that day. I'm getting what I consider value in this matchup with Tampa Bay minus 111. Mm-hmm. I think the Rays can get it done. So 20 bucks on the race. You and me are both on the Rays, Panther. I absolutely agree with this. After the shutout loss yesterday at the Braves, I like the Rays to bounce back. So you and me together mm-hmm. on the Rays. I like it. I like it a lot. I know. Although I can't believe what those Rays did to uh, uh, Steve Irwin, my childhood hero. Um, but we I can mean- avoid that conversation. Yeah, that was oops. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's keep going. What else you got for me, Panther? Uh, maybe the best pitching matchup of the day. Let's look at the Houston Astros at the mm-hmm. Chicago White Sox. Another um, fun series. But the thing is, the games haven't been close. They've mm-hmm. kind of been a blowout either way, splitting the first two. Uh, we, got, we got Framber, Valdez, and Carlos Rodon pitching. Mm-hmm. Um, both pitchers are having phenomenal years. Oh, yeah. But as we noted, the White Sox just seem to be a little bipolar and with their hitting. Not necessarily the pitching, but they're hitting. Like sometimes they hit really well, other times they can't catch a hit. I think today is a day that they struggle. I trust the Astros lineup more than I do the White Sox. And I'm catching a plus line here. So I'm putting twenty bucks on the Astros. Man, you are you have scared me off this game. I had originally written down White Sox because Again, after consulting the Jazz Saber Metrics homies, we discussed, you know, Rodone on the mound. We think that we have the better pitcher here in this scenario, but you are right. The White Sox are the worst, best team in baseball, you know, and they, they, they uh, are almost untrustable. And I, you have basically scared me off this game. So I'm, I'm no longer on this. I will give you all the moral support, but I am, I, I, I can't find a side at this point. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, if you really think about the White Sox, though, they're in a division where the Twins are horrible, the Tigers are young, Mm -hmm. the Royals are blah, and the Indians can't hit. I mean, it's right. They 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 are the worst best team because they're they're just in a crap division. Right, right, 
Right. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think of some other references for this, but I, you know, it's, I, uh, there, there's, there's, there's a lot of worst, best teams. It feels like that come out of, you know, having played against shit. And then we see a team that's like a worst, best team, like a Canadians make it to the Stanley cup. So I, I, I don't think we're going to see that out of the White Sox by any means, but my goodness, I, I think that I'm just scared off this game, and I they're too unpredictable of a team for me. I, I, I like your side on the Astros uh, with a plus line. I think I think you're on the right side of that one. All right, I got two more plays here. Right. I think you might. I think we might be in agreement on both of these. Okay, let's do it. All right, let's talk about the uh, boys from San Francisco being in mm-hmm. St. Louis. They've not played well coming after the break. Uh, lost the first two at St. Louis, but Johnny Cueto's on the bump. Going against Wade LeBlanc. I mentioned this before the All-Star break. The last time Wade LeBlanc pitched, I said, don't be fooled by his numbers. This dude is awful. And then he went out and pitched like 2.2 innings of double-digit ERA, horrible baseball. So, of course. Uh, look, it's it's uh, same song, different dance. Uh, Wade LeBlanc still sucks. I think the Giants can get it done today. So, yeah, 20 bucks on Cueto and the Giants. You know what? I'm looking at that line right now. It's not doesn't even feel that chalky. I'm looking at it at minus 130. It's not, doesn't even feel that chalky. So I agree with you on this one. Giants, get on the Giants, folks. <laughs> I'm on them too. Giants are the play. And then last game for me, probably one of the worst series we've had all weekend. Just You, know, you got a Cubs team that mm. is going to be selling off here in the next week. I mean, these guys probably have already told their wives to start, you know, Packing up the yeah. dishes and putting, oh, you know, putting yeah. things away. Uh, taking on an Arizona team that's just been awful all season long. And guess who's pitching for Arizona? Oh, is it your your favorite Merrill Kelly? It's my favorite Merrill Kelly. Oh, how did <laughs> <You> I know? <laughs> and you know, the, the funny thing is he actually really hasn't been that bad. No, I told but, you he won He won four of his last five. He's yeah, unbelievable. But, I mean, but the... The Diamondbacks are just terrible. I know they They're are. They're terrible. Like, I don't know how he's winning because he's not getting any run support, but the Cubs have actually played really well coming out of the break. Zach Davies is on the bump for the Cubbies, who's actually pitched really well for the Cubs. Mm-hmm. Um, so at minus 115, I think the Cubbies do get it done today. So I will jump on the Cubs before they're no longer the Cubs in about a week. Oh, my God. I I agree with you. I give you all the moral support in the world. I just I, I don't think I can trust either of these teams. and I've lost so much money betting on either of these squads. So I would, I should just bet on them pushing a nine. That's like, that's how I feel about this one. <laughs> I feel like I have a better chance just doing that. There's some games that are like that. And, uh, and for me, I, I, I just, I'm not huge on a side. Although I don't like the Diamondbacks. They're terrible. They're a garbage team. They're, they're a, a trash can that the Astros uh, hit in the dugout. So I, I'm not a huge fan. I think that, I think that you're right on the Cubs. It's not that chalky. I like it. I just, I'm not going to bet it because I have two other games that I am going to bet. And I'm one of them is the dice roll. And one of them, I think I got some value here. But I'm looking at Dodgers at Rockies. Rockies, I know, I know. You, we talked about this earlier on the show. Arch was, you know, banging the drum for the lottery tickets earlier this week, and the lottery tickets have not come in. But I think that if Rockies are going to win any of their games, it's this one. I I don't know if we'll still have Trevor Story in a week. I don't think that the Rockies are going to lose all the games in this series. And so, and I think John Gray is the better pitcher. So I am taking the Rockies at home with a plus line against the Doyers today. 
You know, I, I, I looked at this one. I, it's a, it's a small, we'll call it a state lottery ticket. It's mm-hmm. not the, it's not the big one, but I think no. that line kind of tells you that the Rockies do have the, this is their, is their best shot to win this game, it is. Uh, win a game in the series. But uh, yeah, I do agree that gray is the better pitcher. David price has had a hell of a career, but he's not the David price from a decade ago. Um, they, they wanted to use him in the bullpen. I don't think he even gets five innings. So this probably ends up being a, a bullpen game for the Dodgers. Uh, this does shape up to where I think the Rockies are the play. Um, they just, man, they just got to slow down that Dodger. That Dodger lineup has been tattooing them. So Ugh, if, they yeah. can, if, if Gray can do his job, then the Rockies uh, have, a, have a legitimate shot here. I'll give you the moral support. There we I go. just couldn't do that. I understand. I understand. I appreciate the moral support, and I will. I, I, I'm just kind of surprised you're not on Red Sox at Yankees. That's the other one that I was looking at. The Red Sox had their first loss to the Yankees this season yesterday, and so I am betting against the New York money, and I like the Red Sox to win this one. I I think that they are the better team. The Yankees, as you had mentioned earlier this week, are basically a, a garbage fire. I. I, I really think that the Red Sox are going to pull out this W, so I am on the Red Sox today. You know, the only thing that scared me off of this game, you're right, I, I would be on the Red Sox. Uh, I think they've got the, the better pitching matchup with Perez going against uh, Italian. Yeah. But uh, the, the thing that scared me off was it is the game. It's the primetime game. It's the ESPN mm. game. It's the, it's the game under the lights, um, you know, the only game in town kind of thing. The Yankees Ugh. can show up for those. Um, the crowd will be loud. It's just one of those uh, kind of like I talk about in football, where when you're the only when you're that game and all the cameras are on you, the home team is kind of the direction I go. But listen, they've lost Luke Voigt, Glaber Torres is playing like crap, Aaron mm. Judge, the COVID protocols. Like this team is not the Yankees. So I do agree. I think the Red Sox are the play. I just couldn't pull the trigger. Well, and the only reason why I like this is because I was looking at it and I was like, even with New York money, Boston Red Sox are, you know, like even odds. It's even almost even money on Red Sox. And I, I just, I, I think they are the better team. Even though, even though they're going to be in New York, you know, on the primetime game, I think that they are the better team. And I, I'm not going to, you know, beat myself up for betting on the better team. I will beat myself up when I lose that Rockies bet because I know the Rockies are not the better team against the Dodgers. But I will not beat myself on up on losing uh, Red Sox at Yankees. So I'm on Red Sox. That's all I got. Dgens. Please subscribe to the podcast. Come on out to the site. Buy some merch. Panther, please take us home. I will take us home. There'll be a lot to talk about tomorrow with the weekend sports and Max mm-hmm. pretty much taking the entire weekend off. So um, make sure you guys tune in Monday. But uh, look, before we check out, you know, I got to slap together a Panther parlay. And uh, I think I had a lot of sexy maxi agreement here. We're on the Metropolitans. Mm-hmm. We're on the Tampa Rays. Mm-hmm. We're on the San Francisco Giants. There we are. Put those three together, and that'll be your sassy Panther parlay for Sunday. Then you guys can jump on the website, jump on the app, click on that social degeneracy tab. Call us out by name. Use that little out symbol. and You can even call out Saxy. He'll shoot the shit with you as well. But um, get on there. Talk to us. We'll talk back. But most importantly, let us know what you did yesterday, what you're going to do today. And when it's all said and done, kids, let's all make some money, fools. Sex kid.
Not quite as hot as Otani. My fiance. Sex kitten. Not quite as hot as Otani. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.